Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Good morning and a hearty welcome to Bible Platform. To God be all of the praise, the power, the dominion, and the authority belong to our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain, that we might have life and have it in abundance. Glory be to the Lamb. I pray that the word of God that I share with you today, as usual, will bless you and impact your life strengthen and equip you to live the life that will glorify jesus christ our lord and personal savior friend my message and teaching today revolves around a character in one of the parables that jesus christ spoke and this is in the book of luke chapter 12 the book of luke chapter 12 the verses 13 to 21 the parable of the rich fool. And I'm reading from the book of Luke chapter 12, the verses 13 to 21. The Bible reads, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I will do. I will tear down my barns. And build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. It's all about my, my, my. Verse 19. And I will say to myself, You have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? 21. This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself, but is not rich toward God. Beloved, my message, as I said, is going to revolve around this rich fool. First, I want to address all born-again Christians. My beloved brothers and sisters, these are dangerous times. These are very, very dangerous times, especially with the kind of challenges that we face. Talking about the economy and the pressures on our finances and stuff like that. We have to understand that the God we worship is not anti-prosperity. The God of the Holy Bible created all things. And all things, including you and I, my beloved listeners, live and move and have their being in him. In fact, God put treasures in the earth for man to exploit and to enjoy. 
God had no need for food and money because he's the source of all things. So get my point. I'm laying this foundation because I'm going to stray into certain areas that if you don't get this point sorted out before we roll on, you might think I'm trying to suggest that if you are a believer, it means that you must be poor, mandatory, by force, compulsory. That's not my take because that is not the biblical perspective. But at the same time, we must be careful that we are not hoonwinked and carried away by false prophets to think that everything revolves about money and popularity. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Now, as I indicated earlier, God is not against prosperity. He's not against his children prospering. Listen to what he told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I quote, The Lord has said to Abraham, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. In other words, I will let you prosper materially, and I will make you popular. In fact, I will make you very, very, very extremely popular. That is not the end of the story. Then, let me take you to 3 John verse 2. The scripture reads, Beloved, I wish above all else that you prosper, that you prosper as your soul prospers. So you cannot just prosper here and forget about heaven. Where are you going? Where is your soul going? We're going to the nitty gritties. But I want you to note this. You see, the issue with the man that Jesus Christ himself described or in the parable came out and God referred to him as you fool has nothing to do with his riches. God did not imply that because he was rich, he was a fool. Not at all. In fact, it has everything to do with his attitude towards riches. And in a very general sense, many believers tend, tend to have that line of thinking. But to suggest that we are in this life to make money and a name for ourselves, and that is the end of the story, my friends, has no foundation at all, no basis at all in biblical theology. Everything points us to the life beyond here. I'll just pick on some scriptures. But I want to say that that fallacy that God brought us into the world to make money and to become popular was clearly exposed when the devil tried to play the same game with Jesus by tempting him and offering him the same pie. It has not changed. The devil's language has not changed. He changes channels, but it has not changed the language. Now, we see Satan suggesting to Jesus that all that mattered was material wealth and prosperity. All that mattered was popularity. And as I said, that is the same falsehood we are contending with today. With the false prophets, the preachers, and the peddlers of occultic power. Beloved in Christ, especially my precious young people, don't buy into this lie. It is dangerous, devilish, damaging, and damnable. In Luke chapter 4, verse 3, let me read Luke 4, 3. The devil said to him, referring to Jesus, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. He knew Jesus was hungry. And that's what the occultists will do to you. They will tell you, oh, come, I'll just give you some handkerchief. I'll just give you something. I mean, go and drop it here. Wipe your face. Do this. That is magic. God is not a magician. We are created to work and make wealth. Hear me. I don't want to sidetrack. Now, the scripture I just read, Luke 4, 3. The devil tempting Jesus said, if you are the son of God. 
Didn't he know that Jesus was the son of God? He knew, but he was laying a trap. He said, tell the stone to become bread. He knew Jesus was hungry. And wherever you are, in your crisis, in your, in your, in your struggles, Satan and his demons know exactly the pressure they are mounting on you. And they will offer you something that may look attractive and that may look a solution to the problem, but an illusion that will lead you to hell. Be watchful. Now what Satan was drawing Jesus into was simple. All he was saying is display power to become popular. Even if it was against the will of God, all I want you to do is just obey me and disobey God. Beloved, how did Jesus respond? That is informative to how we respond to these lies. In verse 4 of Luke 4, it reads, Jesus said, It is written, man does not live on bread alone. Now, Jesus did not say that bread or material wealth was not important. But he stressed what was the ultimate, that beyond the bread, there is heaven. The soul does not eat bread. The soul eats the word of God. Because the soul cannot live without the word of God. The soul is sustained by the word. And why do we have to sustain the soul? Because the soul will outlive the flesh for which we crave material wealth and so-called popularity. So-called popularity. So here we see Satan played the most powerful card that draws many people into occultic plastics. When he realized that Jesus was not falling for the first trap, he just dropping the most powerful one. And this is where we mostly fall for him. Luke 4, 5 to 7. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant, quick fix, in an instant, all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all the authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. And then verse 7 says, So if you worship me, it will all be yours. <laughs> so the devil wants your worship. See what he told Jesus? The Bible said he led him to a high place and showed him in an instant. That's what the occultists would do. That's what the false prophets would do. They tell you an instant fix. Life is not live on the fast track. Beloved, you must work your way into prosperity. There is nothing like you want it now, you get it now, you consume now, get one again, you get it now, you consume now. That is not the way God fashioned life. I love the scripture. And if you be a, a very consistent listener to this program, you will realize that Ecclesiastes 3.1 is always my favorite. Or most of the time. There is a time for everything under the sun. You can't eat your cake and have it. So the trap is laid. We see the trap is laid for snatching ignorant covetous and weak souls to hell. When they tell you that all that matters is for you to get wealth. How much, how much food do you need to, to eat to stay alive? How many cars do you really need? How many houses do you really need? even go for one million of it but at the end of the day i'm telling you that it is not the ultimate a good life is more than acquiring wealth and being popular and as i'm saying if you have everything and you don't have jesus christ you are a rich fool scripture scripture beloved i'm here to tell you today any doctrine that tells you that 
earthly possessions and popularity are the only reasons for your being here on earth is clearly a rehash of the voice of Satan that we heard during the temptation of Jesus. It is a replay of the language of the fool. I've got everything now. Hey, I'm going to enjoy and nothing matters again. Have you forgotten about your assignment that God gave you? In actual fact, the wealth that God gives us are not meant for us alone. God says to Abraham, I'll bless you and make you a blessing. So we receive from God with joy and gladness, gratitude, with the consciousness that this is an assignment. I am blessed to be a blessing. And I know that at the end of this life, I will go and render account of my stewardship of everything that God gave me. So there is no playing around and behaving as if all that matters is what I get here and who knows me. That's a lie from the pit of hell. I cannot overemphasize that. You are listening to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. I've said it many times on this blast. I wish to repeat that Satan and his demons never give free gifts. So when you see them wearing hood and they are, they are telling you, I mean, the people they have helped, they're going to help. They're going to help you with what? They are buying your soul. They are trading your soul. They are trapping your soul. They are hoodwinking you to hell. They are not helping you. If you don't have a job, look for a job. Study something. I mean, give yourself to something. Pray God will help you to locate your space in life. And don't ever dream that by going to associate yourself with cults and do devilish practices and, and, and they tell you that their life will be easy thereafterwards. I'm sorry. Please, let everyone under the sound of my voice know that anyone who promises wealth or power or popularity that you have not worked for is inviting you to trade your soul for temporary solace. Ah, I want to say this. You will do well to understand that those very persons have been enslaved by the cobweb of occult, And they will never tell you the bitterness of the pill that they have swallowed. There are some of them who never sleep. Yeah, during the daytime, they flaunt themselves and talk big and do big stuff. But when night is coming, it's a problem area for them. Because they know the devil will come at them. There are sacrifices they have had to make. That I tell you, you and I can never make. You can sacrifice your children. You can sacrifice your spouse. You can sacrifice your, your dad, your mom. When the devil wants blood for the money he has given you, there will be no negotiation. Please don't go there. Don't let them take your soul. I am a messenger of the Lord Jesus Christ. And my assignment is to depopulate hell and bring souls to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Don't be a rich fool. Don't be a rich fool. Let me help you with some scriptures that clearly points to the fact that heaven is all that matters. Nothing matters more than heaven. Matthew 16, 26. I love this scripture. It is one of my guiding scriptures. 
Matthew 16, 26. The New International Version. What good will it be for a man? And let me add a woman or a boy and a girl. What good will it be for a man, woman, boy, girl? If he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his own soul. So you can be the president of America. You can be the president of whatever. You can be even the head of the United Nations. And you are the most popular. But for how long are you going to be that popular? For how long? Who cares today about those who used to be popular 100 years ago? They belong to history. And that's where they belong. And one day you and I will belong to history. And if in our belonging to history, we no longer belong to God. Because we had no relationship with God while on earth. But all that we, we chased was wealth and popularity. We have failed. And we have done disservice to our souls. Now, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world? yet for faith is soul. And that's what it amounts to. Going to places where they promise you come and we'll do this for you and then you are going to become this. What God has not ordained for you, if you take it, it will burn your fingers. So be careful. Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? These are questions that we must answer. What is it out there that you, you have to exchange your soul for? What is it? A job? What is it? Healing? What is it? Married partner? What is it? I mean, what is it that you are, is, is so attractive and so powerful and that you test for so much that you will be willing to trade your soul? Pay any price so you'll be popular. Pay any price so you'll be rich. You will eat anything you want to eat. I'm telling you what. I have lived this life and I'm very close to my 66th birthday. I can tell you that there are a lot of things for my own good that I used to love. My chocolates, my ice creams that I had to cut down on. I have the money to buy, but I, I, I mean, I had to be sensible. I had to be reasonable. I have to make sure that I, I do those things that will give me good health. And one of them is to make sure that I don't take in too much sugar. So if it's a matter of wealth is everything, here I am. I have money to buy what I want. And yet, I'm limited. Why? Because man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Sins of God. Wising up. And don't fall victim to these peddlers of falsehood. Agents of Satan. Messengers of hell. Wearing the garb of righteousness. For Satan has turned himself into an angel of light. How much more his disciples. Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. Be careful. This is not something to be diplomatic about. Because fire is burning and it must be put out. Gaining wealth and popularity. And losing your own soul. What Jesus Christ referred to as being poor towards God. Is the most foolish life one can live. So if there are fools out there. The Bible has said in Psalm 14 verse 1. The fool has said in his heart there is no God. The fool is not the one who doesn't go to church or the one who doesn't preach or the one who doesn't prophesy. By their fruit, you shall know them. Jesus said they will come in my name. They will come in my name and they will lead many astray. That's frightening. That's scary. That even if the elect be not careful, we will be swept off our feet. 
1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. For those who have been made to believe that getting a good life here is all that matters. I'm here to tell you once again that it's a lie from the pit of hell, manufactured by the devil himself, planted through his servants to confuse you. Listen to the Bible. The unadulterated word of God. And, and why not? They quote the Bible and they interpret it upside down. Mm. That's what the devil did. He quoted the Bible when he confronted Jesus. He didn't quote any other holy book. He quoted the Bible. So don't be hoodwinked into thinking that somebody standing there because he says the prophet, he works a miracle, he quotes the Bible, he quotes the name of Jesus. Then, no, go deep. Compare scripture to scripture. Anybody can pick a verse in the Bible and run route with any doctrine. That's why Paul writing to Timothy said to Timothy, be careful about your doctrine so that you will save both yourself and your hearers. Beloved, let me help you out. 1 Corinthians 15, 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. I love this scripture. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. So if because of the things we will get in this life, the popularity, the money, the cars, the houses, I'm not saying they are not good. They are good. But I'm saying according to the word of God that if in these things only we place our hope, then of all men we are most miserable. You know why? Because there are unbelievers who have more than what we have. There are unbelievers that if it comes to comparing what we have to what they have, probably will become their slaves. So if we measure the blessing of God solely on what we get here, then we are the most miserable. I mean, look at the apostles. Look at the apostles. Read their history. How did they die? What did they leave behind in terms of material things? The wealth they left for us is the scriptures, the spirit, the word, which has kept us going up to today. They did not leave nothing, absolutely nothing. They were crucified. They were some of them were bent at the stakes. Without kind of Christianity today, I shudder to think if we will come under a quarter of that persecution, whether we will be able to stand. We will say, Oh, this guy, he was too no, that's why he was he was killed. And he didn't know how to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew six nineteen to twenty one. I hope we are getting something today. We are stripping the enemy naked. Matthew 6, 19-21 Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So when we talk about true treasures, we are talking about the rewards we will receive in heaven. These ones are temporary store. They will fade. They will go away. I mean, just look at cars. The latest model comes out, and wow, what a flashy. Give it three, four, five years, and it's gone. It doesn't attract. Verse 24. No one can serve two masters. Listen carefully. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Hello? Mm-hmm. You cannot serve God and money. Not my word, the Bible. You can serve God with money, but you cannot place God and money on the same level. Then it means that if somebody is giving his life to Christ and he's poor, then something must be wrong. But nothing is wrong. Jesus said, the poor you always have with you, so help them. (laughs) 
you can always help them. When they poured the oil on his feet and the disciples, Judas was complaining. He said, don't worry. Don't worry. He said, oh, them, this could have been sold and the money given to the poor. Jesus said, forget it. The poor you will always have with you and you can always help them. So there will always be people in our churches who are poor and we will have to help them. And we don't have to make them feel like something's wrong with them because they don't have the millions and the billions. Our real treasures must be treasures in heaven. And our heart must be linked up to heaven. Any Caesar, spiritual Caesar, that seems to cut off your umbilical cord from that linkage to the Father's throne in heaven is demonic. Any tongue that rises against your pursuit of heaven is demonic. I'm speaking the word of God. Truth unadulterated. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you receive into your spirit. Keep your face in the holy book. These are dangerous times. In conclusion, in conclusion, let me conclude by saying this specifically. Number one, that God wants to prosper us, but never through demonic and dubious means. Number two, our ultimate goal is to be with the Lord in heaven through all eternity. Our ultimate goal is not to make money at all costs and be popular. Not everybody, not everybody will be able to build a house. I wish all of us, not everybody will be able to buy a car. Times and seasons change. And God is the one who rewards. Now number three, I want you to note this. Satan and his demons are doing everything possible to exploit our temporary sufferings and challenges to their advantage. And by so doing, they want to offer alternatives that are ungodly and sweep us off our feet, drag us into hell. Don't fall for it. Go one of such snares are false prophets telling you all that matters is acquiring worth, wealth and popularity. That is an invitation to come for quick fix to your solutions. One more scripture, then I'm out of here. James 4.4. James 4.4. You adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred towards God? Verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Verse 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Finally, verse 9. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. And I heard verse 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. This is the rich fool reloaded. May the good Lord bless you. May he give you a wonderful day. I'll come your way again, God willing, next week. I'm your friend, Pastor Metal, saying, serve Jesus, love him. Look towards heaven. That's where our eternal reward is. Thank you and God bless you. Bye for now. Bye. for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 244 Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you.